do you know what time it is? It's Supernatural Story Time. And if you're easily scared, and even if you're not, there's only one thing left to do. Just turn off the lights, because these are stories that you listen to only in the dark. More creepy stories. Volume 2, story number 1. I'm a correctional officer. In my facility, there have been multiple deaths over the past 70 years since it's been built. As far as paranormal goes, our place is infested with spirits. The graveyard crew see shadows of people walking at night when everyone in the unit is asleep. Perhaps the creepiest thing that happened, though, are when the inmates go ballistic after seeing a ghost into their cells. They scream and refuse to stay in their cell. Some officers are stupid and will leave them there. I always bring them to a different location to calm down because I understand firsthand how terrifying encounters can be. Just today, we had an inmate screaming and yelling. I went over to see what was wrong. The inmate had the most terrified look on his face. He told me he had seen a ghost in his cell. Not only that, he described a guy who had killed himself in that cell several years back down to the T. Story number two. I currently work at a state agency in Pennsylvania and I've had a couple of odd experiences in three years. First one might have been sleep related as I had worked a second shift into a short turnover for coverage. Went home at 11 p.m. on a Friday, had to be back at 6 a.m. on Saturday. I needed to wake up as soon as I arrived, so I went for a patrol of the building. Six floors, 2200 employee capacity. So I'm on the fourth floor in the legal department and there's a row of open offices with the doors on the left. As I'm walking down the row, I hear a noise like paper shuffling behind me. So I stop and turn, nothing. As I turn back around, I saw the bottom of a leg, like the last part of someone taking a step into one of the offices. The building is closed. It's pre seven in the morning on a Saturday and the lights are off. I crept up, flashlight in one hand, the other in my holster, and I take a quick sidestep and light up the office nothing. Looked under the desk, on top of the cabinets, checked for disturbed ceiling tiles. The room was a glorified closet and there was absolutely nothing. The next story, the bones, we got a phone call from an employee. He was in our parking garage having a smoke and leaned out over the ledge to look down and claimed he saw a bone. We turned a couple of cameras and sure enough, we had bones. More specifically, a section of spinal column with a part of a pelvis attached. The spine section was probably as thick as a D-cell battery and 18 inches along and looked snapped off at the top. We cordoned it off and called local PD who took a look at it, said it was from a deer that was probably dragged it by an animal. He wrapped it in a trash bag and had me toss it in our dumpster. The only problem is this building is a quarter mile from the state capitol complex and the city entertainment district. We're surrounded by urban sprawl, a very active train yard, and the ghetto. We have one family of skunks in the bushes of the apartment complex across the street and some stray cats and spiders, but that's the extent of local fauna. I can't help feeling I may have tossed out part of somebody's toddler. Now. These are a couple more stories. I've never worked up the street at the Capitol Complex, but my dad did back in the day. 
and we could hear their radio chatter on ours. According to security, police, maintenance, and outside contractor, there is a ghost on the premises, usually seen at night or on the weekends, but some have claimed to see it off in the corner during the daylight when it's crowded. The ghost manifests as a woman in a white dress with her face veiled. The funny thing is, you can use the Capitol Rotunda for wedding ceremonies for no charge, just a $1 million liability insurance policy covering your guests and any potential damage to the structure. And there is usually one every Saturday morning. Needless to say, the radio calls go a little like this at about 3 a.m. Hey, is there a wedding today? There is, but not for eight hours. Why? I... I think I just saw a woman in a dress, followed by 30 minutes of them clearing a whole wing and a floor looking for her. As previously mentioned, we have our own parking garage at my building. We have to check it pretty regularly when we're not open for business to keep out the homeless. There's a Catholic mission on the next block, but they reject you for the day if you're high or drunk, and kids skateboarding and blowing out our fire extinguishers for fun. So one night, the power failed for the block. We were walking employees to their vehicles because it was pitch black. My partner and I were walking back from separate runs and heard the most. My guts are now in my throat screech. Sounded like a mountain lion being impaled, followed by a clang. Instinctively sprinted to the concrete support poles on the sides, both with our gun drawn and we're flashlighting everywhere. We called it in and after a search, once again, nothing. This one did end up with an explanation, as that it was a creaky old backup generator finally coming online, but it took a few years off our lives. I'm a security officer, and I work at a canned goods warehouse on graveyard shifts some days, from about 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., or from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., depending on scheduling, afternoon shifts on others, either from 12 to 2, or 2 to 10, depending on how the schedule is set up that week. There are some moderately creepy things that go on in that place, but what stands out to me is this one time I heard a blood-curdling scream like a child though, a child screaming. I swear to anything that the scream belonged to a kid. I've been around a lot of kids, and I've known a couple that would scream like that for fun. A single loud drawn-out scream, distinct enough to where I know that it wasn't a fox or a coyote. Now the warehouse is in the middle of nowhere, and I'm talking out in the middle of the country, about 15 or so miles away from civilization. I hear foxes and coyotes calling out there all the time, and they sounded absolutely nothing like this. My blood ran cold and I immediately called the police. I went into the company vehicle and started patrolling around the place. I couldn't quite pinpoint the sound because the place is a concrete jungle and there are dozens of trailers there so the acoustics make it hard to pinpoint where any sound comes from. I looked between the trailers in the empty ones. The empty ones are always open so I can always patrol and check them for animals or the occasional homeless person. Nothing. Drove over the curb and into one of the fields to do a quick check before the officers came. Nothing. Two police cars showed up. It was four officers and a canine and they asked me what happened. What I heard, where the sound came from, I told them as much as I could, and they went out into the field 
and did a search while I patrolled the perimeter of the warehouse. After about an hour or so of searching, we met back at the guard shack, and the cops said that they couldn't find anything. But they gave me a direct number and told me to keep in touch if I were to hear or see anything. What I saw on security cameras when I watched the footage sticks with me. Shortly before the time I heard the scream, which I documented to be about 3.15 a.m. in my shift and an incident report, I saw a small shadow of movement in the very corner of one of the cameras at 3.14. It was just right outside the blind spot, and sadly there weren't any more angles that I could see. It could very well have been an animal, and the shadow wasn't enough to make certain of what it was. But this experience kind of stuck with me. I often wonder if what I saw on the camera and heard that night was a ghost, or if that genuinely was a lost girl or boy. I looked to see if there was any missing children in the nearby towns, and there weren't any. And my boss told me that I wasn't the only one who had heard a child scream. So I suppose that's something. There were even other reports, other than mine, of a child's laughter and tiny running footsteps in the trailer yard at various times of the day and night, usually when the warehouses were closed or others were on break, when the trailer fetchers aren't moving trailers around and when there are no trucks driving around the place. I called one of the officers about the shadow in the camera, but when he came over to look he said that the shadow could have been anything, and since it was such a small piece and so brief, he just chalked it up to being an animal or a bug on one of the yard lamps. And in a way, I really do hope that's all it was. Next story. I remember the fourth floor in my office building was vacant of tenants. There were two companies that had previously been leasing, but had since moved out. It was the best place to use the restroom without people trying to talk it up with you while you were urinating. I'd frequently go walk the floor just to get some peace and quiet for five minutes. I always joked about that floor being haunted, and honestly, it, I always felt uneasy and the air just had a different thickness to it. That's the best way to describe the atmosphere. Well, it was an old building, and I worked directly with our UPS driver who dropped off, you know, things for us, and one day he tells me who used to be up on that floor, and it turned out it was the company CEO who was in one of the old offices and he used to take naps in the break room for his fourth floor office and one day he didn't wake up. He died in his office. I can only imagine the spirit of that CEO just trying to continue working on that floor. Next story. I'm not a security guard or a police officer though I do have police officers in my family. I work for a small business directly across from a cemetery. Two bosses have passed away since my first year. Whether I'm there by myself in the wee hours of the morning or if others are in the office, sometimes the file cabinets will open and close forcefully. The office of one of my bosses, which is a cherry wood desk with brass handles and pads, he diligently locks his desk even when he goes to lunch. His desk drawers will open and close with a telltale clacking of the brass handles bouncing off the plates. There are also sounds of high-heeled footsteps walking exactly 15 steps all the time. I wonder if they are all prior residents or restless people from the cemetery. In other words, I always feel like I have company there. Next story. I've been working in security for about a year and a half now at the same site. Several strange things have happened, but I could explain all but one. I was alone in the guardhouse and the site was closed. The large gate was closed and the perimeter was fenced off as well 
the cameras everywhere which I could view. Now, the back of the guardhouse has a door that is just a small closet that contains the electrical equipment for the guardhouse. This room is always locked, and hell, even I have no idea where the key is. One night, I was inside doing paperwork, and it sounded like someone took the door and slammed it. When I say slammed, I mean opened it and got behind it and shoulder tackled it shut. I got up, walked outside to check, and no one was there. The door was still locked and undamaged and never saw anyone on the cameras or with my own eyes as I did a quick patrol afterwards. Until this day, I can never explain that experience. Next story. I used to work the overnight shift at a local hospital. The hospital dates back to the late 60s. During my time there, I never saw anything. However, I heard things while doing my rounds voices, strange sound, and on occasion, my name. Other officers used to tell stories of seeing a nun jumping off of the parking garage. These stories were backed up with recorded phone calls to dispatch from people outside the hospital saying that someone was trying to jump off the roof. Next story. I worked in a cemetery for a few months. You see some weird crap going on there. People standing over graves, then when you go to check, no one is around. People sitting or slumped over a grave with the same results. The bathroom in the nice mausoleum have sinks turn on randomly that are motion or touch activated. Toilets flush when you patrol the building. All of this while well, I was the only person there. Next story. Not security, but I work in an office on the night shift, 8 p.m. to 7 a.m usually with one or two other people. Since I started a couple of months ago, they've been telling me about various things happening, things flying across desks, etc. So about five minutes ago, I heard a distinct sound of a mug being put down. There's only one person here sitting right next to me, no mug on his desk. And as I was typing, a fan on the desk behind me turned itself on. You definitely have to press the button down to turn it on. It's not if it slipped on or a piece of dust could have turned it on. In other words, I'm feeling pretty spooked right now. Next story. I've been working for the past four years at Lake Compounds, an amusement park in Bristol, Connecticut. This park is widely regarded as the oldest amusement park in the United States. I've worked numerous third shifts in the off season where I am the only living soul in the park until about 8 a.m. and boy have I experienced some things. There have been multiple deaths at the park, both employees and guests, two of which I was present at as a first responder in the park. Many guards, including myself, refused to patrol specific areas of the park. More specifically, the famous Starlight Theater, where many famous musicians had their career start. Frank Sinatra is one of them. One night, while patrolling the park in January at around 3 a.m., I was walking past the ballroom or the theater and the lights were off and the doors were locked. As I turned the corner to go to the other side of the park I looked back and all the lights were on and the side door was open. Nobody was in that park besides me. I immediately went back to the building and remained there for the rest of my shift. Another night I went into our administration building to use the bathroom. As I was finishing up I heard footsteps and the door opening and closing. Once again, I immediately went back into our security building 
and stayed there all night until my relief came. That morning, the first shift guard saw the look on my face and knew right away that I'd experienced something. He only nodded and said, I know, this place scares me too. More recently in July, we had a new laser light show. My partner and I were watching the lights when we get a call over the radio for a suspicious person. We go back to check it out and it's a 15, 16 year old boy well away from the crowd at the beach watching the show. We asked him what was wrong and he said, wow, a lot of people have died here. I can see them, the ones that drowned and the one on the mountain, he's in gray staring down. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. We've had a multiple drownings and the gray figure he saw on the mountain we suspect was a maintenance worker who wore gray jumpsuits. He was killed by our mountain roller coaster, Boulder Dash, a few years back. And then the kid says this, it's time again, it will happen soon. We all agreed at the lake that every two years something bad happens, a death, a severe injury, etc. And that we are long overdue. Next story. Okay, so this story happened when I was a Royal Guard. For context, there are several guard posts around the perimeter uh, we were guarding at the time. Each post had a landline phone hooked up directly to the overseer's office. So I was going to the office to ask the overseer something when I noticed the phone was ringing on and off constantly. It was kind of annoying, so I asked him who was calling. He said it was one of the guard posts' phone. I asked if I could pick it up and he said yes. What I heard were static white noises and crackling. Then all of a sudden I heard this little melody can't quite describe it but it sounded kind of like a music box but not quite then more static and then it hung up I asked what post this was and who was calling turns out this post was discarded and the phone wire were cut he said the actual phone box was in the attic I went up and checked and surely there it was with a wire cut what can I say it messed up my sleep for the rest of the night next story I was a security guard for a company that contracted out to different places. I started a building that was an old newspaper facility. The newspaper company moved to a new building, but still had archives and whatnot in the old building. There was a security guard there 24 hours a day. I was on third ship. We had to do rounds throughout the building each hour to make sure everything was secure and there were no security or safety problems occurring anywhere. There was only one guard there at a time. The doors were all locked so no one could get in without our knowledge. My first night, I was already nervous because I was in a building all alone in the middle of the night, but what happened made it worse. I was doing a round in the basement. Out of nowhere, I heard a voice say clear as day, It's okay, Sam. I am right here. I saw a shadow move along the wall. The hair on my arms started standing up on end. I got out of that area as quick as I could. In other words, I didn't stay to figure out if that was a ghost or not. Next story. When uh, I was about 29 years old, I worked as a security guard during nights in the UK. The site I usually did my duty at was in the northwest of England, but I'll not give the name of the site or specific area to keep my job secure. I was in the army at the time when one of my closest friends landed this job first. He was always a very hardcore skeptic but started to tell me that he was experiencing things that were weird and freaking him out sometimes. 
after the army, I went into a couple of random jobs while I got my momentum back in regular life and also got myself an SIA license. Eventually, my pal got shipped off to another site for the same customer and I jumped at the opportunity to work in this place. My pal, let's call him Jason, kindly drove me to the site for my induction to meet the guard on duty that night. The guard on duty was a very down-to-earth man in his 50s and after showing me the ropes the whole five minutes, he asked me what I thought about poltergeists. I told him briefly about some of the experiences I had had throughout my life and his eyes lit up which sparked a casual friendship ever since. Basically he told me about two guards leaving in the past due to strange things happening at the site and that every guard had experienced at least one thing there. He said there was deeper stuff but he just said it was harmless and after that we've shared many deep conversations about the subject. Now Saturday night during the Christmas holidays in 2018 I locked myself in for the first time ready to spend the next 12 hours alone enjoying my own company and getting paid for it. Gaming laptop straight out on whisper volume of course and frequent heads up in case of intruders or van drivers coming to collect their personal vehicles. This place is quite creepy looking as it is out in the sticks somewhat and surrounded by farmland but I'm very used to cutting about in the dark in places similar from my time in the army so it was just whatever to me. For the first few shifts I just heard the odd strange noise which quite frankly could have been anything from temperature expansion contraction to wildlife. However on the night prior to the staff returning to work for 2019 I had one of the most profound paranormal experiences of my life which genuinely scared me. It was the 3 to 4 a.m. hourly patrol. I stepped off at about 3.30 and as I put one foot out of the guardroom door, a tiny stone whizzed around the guardroom bouncing off the metal lockers, desk, etc. and a head or two torso height. I'm six feet tall. This didn't make any sense but I shrugged it off and continued on my way. The first part of my patrol involved walking around the back of a two-story medium-sized office building where there were lots of stone pebbles to walk on before coming out from the back of the offices and onto a relatively large car park about two-thirds the size of a football pitch. As soon as I stepped foot on the tarmac, a pebble landed next to me and I thought nothing of it. I could have easily kicked one up a bit with my steel-toed boots and not felt it, whatever. I got halfway across this car park and another landed just in front of me as if it came from behind me. This is where I started to feel things weren't quite right as the pebbles were way back by this point and I would have felt it this time due to the added force of it. I continued and at the end of the car park were a row of shipping containers on the left and a huge beef skip on the right. The patrol route takes me walking between these for about 30 meters and this is by far the creepiest part of the site as it's so dark and dingy. This is where things began to get intense. I was still walking towards this area and roughly 20 meters away when another pebble hit the biffa skip loudly about five or six feet high. In other words, I would have had to get a bit of a run up and put effort into booting a pebble hard enough to get it high enough and to match the force it hit with. This really startled me and I stood still and confused for about 30 seconds 
looking all around, but there was nobody. And I was equipped with a 400 lumen heavy duty torch so I could see for quite a distance. There was nobody whatsoever. I reluctantly carried on out of duty down the alley past the skip that had just been hit and the shipping containers to my left. I'd gotten about 10 meters past the first shipment container when it sounded as if somebody ran up to it with a sledgehammer and gave it a massive whack. My backside almost swallowed my pants whole and it took every ounce of courage to immediately run back into the car park and shine my torch in all directions. If this was a human, due to the layout of the site, they could not have gotten away in time unless they could contest Uzian Bolt and even that would be a stretch considering it probably took me two seconds to sprint there, if that. The guard who gave me the induction is interested in this stuff and he told me to call him if anything like this happened no matter the hour. So I continued to the center of the car park to get a full field view of the site but of course nobody. Suddenly I heard bang, 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 bang coming from all directions but confined to within the site shortly followed by tiny stones constantly whizzing past my shins with a low trajectory similar to how one would throw skimming stones across a body of water. The thing is about these stones whizzing past me is that direction they were coming from was a huge three-story high warehouse with no windows or doors from my point of view. So these tiny stones were being thrown at me from an unseen force for 100% certainty as all that there was was three stories of brick wall. Never once did any of them hit me just whizzed by my leg left and right. Behind this warehouse is a river that gets quite choppy in winter but even so the trajectory dictated that the stones were definitely being thrown from in front of me and not over the warehouse which would be next to an impossible feat anyway. I rang the other guard and he could immediately hear the racket going on. He told me to go by the river and call out to it. Now, despite having a few experiences sparsely throughout my life, I have never been interested in engaging with whatever the phenomena is, but I decided to humor him anyway, all the while crapping my pants. I called out to it. I can't remember what I said. And everything immediately stopped and went silent. Nothing further happened that night, and the other guard said he'd never known anybody get terrorized quite that badly by it. Once the staff arrived, I spoke to one of the blokes managing the site and he said he would check the CCTV footage for any trespassers. Interestingly, the next shift, a couple of days later, the cleaner who used to be around for a couple of hours after the staff left called me into the office block to see a document printed out of an email. This was to my security firm about the events but stated that they could not see anybody or any stones on camera but could see me doing an intense investigation and being violently startled a few times. Since then, I've had very sparse experiences, such as door slamming, a filled mop bucket moving three feet from the wall in front of my eyes, plates smashing in the canteen, very annoying as security often gets the blame for this, understandably, cutlery having a quick jangle in the canteen drawer, a loud sound of what can only be described as heavy cardboard boxes being dragged along the dusty warehouse floor and footsteps coming from the room above. A few months into the job, 
I also got another very close friend a job there who was also in the army prior and also had a massive skeptic attitude that was until he got to work there. He literally laughed at me and Jason while we gave him his induction when we mentioned the strange stuff. Jason to this day references his cocky laugh as his attitude which soon got straightened out. So, a few nights into my other friend, let's call him Scott's, working there, I got woken up to a phone call at about 1.30 a.m. And it's Scott with a trembly voice saying that somebody had just sprinted up the stairs, ran through the short corridor, and was currently standing outside the guardroom door. I said, well, you're a security guard. Do your job and see who it is. Of course, nobody was there, and nobody could be there due to coded doors. I haven't experienced anything paranormal there for a long time now. It seems to have weeks, months of calm, followed by short bursts of activity. I've also since branched out and done all the sites my company contracts with and never had an experience elsewhere besides one place to which I really, it's nothing comparable to this, but I'm reluctant to share it. And even then, I would need permission from the guard who worked on that particular site. I've even worked at a number of derelict, creepy old mills with nothing strange going on. Nothing like this place, not even close. Next story. Well, uh, unexplainable events happened when I worked in Gettysburg at an antique shop. Been working there for two summers and the owners were closing up shop to move to a different location. The building had rumors of being haunted by the usual Civil War ghost that drawn tourists. One day, I go up to help pack things and move them to the new location when one owner tells me to get something from the basement. I never liked going down there because it was always dark, dank, and had exposed foundation walls. To make matters worse, it was stuffed with old stuff in a wicker crate that was supposedly a viewing coffin for Victorian-era children. Anyway, as I was walking over to the basement stairs, I heard two thumps on what I thought was the bottom step. I looked down the stairway, mildly freaked out and started to grab the handrail to begin my descent. Just then I heard what sounded like someone running, almost charging up the stairs at me. I got so freaked out that I jumped back and ran to the front of the store where the owner was and told him what had happened. He just looked at me with kind of a smirk and said, Oh yeah, that happens sometimes. They didn't tell you about the basement when you started? <laughs>